Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome to Blog Talk Radio. Keisha Green, that's my lady, yo. Eight to ten, tune in, it's the way to go. Educated author with major goals. I've been coming right here, you have the place to be. It's the fourth, get mentored, and it's all for free. Ooh, we, and you know where it's at. With Miss Green on the right side of the chat. I write with a purpose, so everything is worth it. An educated platform, something you can work with. Read it, yeah, come over here. Come and get the info from some of your peers. Pull over line, yeah, we got open air. Talk what you love and express what you fear. Afraid to lose, but born to win. Hey, Miss Keisha, yeah, we're trying to go win. Come on. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Writer's Life Chats. It's another Manic Monday, and oh my goodness, where has this year went? Like, originally, I was going to do, you know, like some type of year in review, but um, there's no need because we can, we can um, you know, recapture some of those moments um, at any given time, but wow, 2016, holy smokes. Like, oh, my goodness, this is crazy because um, we were just here a year ago saying, like, oh, my goodness, 2016 is coming, and now we got 2017. But tonight's show, I'm super excited. We're going to be chatting with the talented and beautiful Marcia Boynton. She is going to be talking about her debut novel, To Jesus Christ, To Living Water. So if you have any questions for myself or for Marcia, please join in. The switchboard is open. The chat room is open. You can dial in at 718-508-9827. Again, the number is 718-508-9827. Also for the chat room, just create a profile on Blog Talk Radio and you can post your questions there. Otherwise, you just, um, excuse me, you only can view what's being posted in there. So definitely create a profile if you want to post your questions, and I will read them on the air. So do not be afraid. I will read them, so please create a profile. Also, you can tweet me at Keisha Green or inbox me on Facebook at Keisha Green, and I will read your questions on the air as well for any, you know, questions, comments, concerns for myself or for Marcia tonight. I want to let you guys know that tonight's show is sponsored by Imani Wisdom's latest release, The Journey of Ruthie Bell. Turner, a plot-driven storyline. Well, I suggest you get over there to Amazon and one-click the Ruth, excuse me, The Journey of Ruthie Bell that is on Amazon Kindle. So head over there to read up more about Imani's talent. She's so talented. She's an author and a poet. Check out her website at www.amaniwisdom.com. As always, Keisha wants you to get card reading. So if you're reading something good, please tweet me, um, text me, inbox me, let me know so I can give you guys a shout-out on the air. Also, since we're talking about the end of the year, what book would you say was the best of 2016? So, you know, definitely let me know. Call in. Um, Let me hear your thoughts on that. But, yes, um, if you got more than one, let me know. I have. I have, let me see, mm, 
four. Four, I would say, that were, like, really, like, the best I read this year. Definitely four. Um, and I'll, um, of course, I would start off with I read Vengeance by um, Zane. That was really good, really good. Like, that was at the beginning of the year. And let me see. Who else? I would say Heartless by Alphadine Banks. That was good. Um, I know people, when they think of Alfred Banks, they think street lit, um, urban fiction. But this was a real crime drama. Like, I mean, all of his novels are really crime dramas. But this was a real crime drama. Like, wow, very, oh, my goodness. There was another one. There was another one that I read. Oh, Allison Hobbs in Cairo had a good erotica book. But Pat Tucker, um, Free Fridays, that was that was a mentionable, but yeah, some good books. So anyway, let me know. Like I said, tweet me, inbox me. Um, I'll give you guys a shout out. I want to know what was, you know, what you're reading or what have you read this year that was, you know, that really had you like OMG. So yeah, I mean, as an author, if I had a book, if I, release, if I release a full novel, if somebody asks me, well, what's the best book of 2016? I would plug myself. That's just me. <laughs> That's just me. But, um, you know, you have to. You have to, um, you know, promote yourself and, you know, spread the word about you because if you don't, who is? So definitely. Um, I'm trying to think. Wow. Next, wow, next month will be next year. How spooky and crazy at the same time, but I want to let you guys know that I'm going to be doing a show next week, you know, in observation of Christmas being on Sunday, so I want you guys to um, eat and spend time with your family, do what you have to do, and, you know, um, we'll be back in the new year, and we have some great shows lined up. I'm super, super, super excited. Also, I know last week you guys were looking forward to Aaron Bebo and friends to make an announcement. We had to push that back. So that will be the January 9th show. Um, And I have some other surprises, too, some surprise guests that are coming up in January. So definitely you want to tune into the Writer's Life Chats because it is hashtag the right spot on radio. I have a lot of fun here, and I want to thank everyone who has supported the show this year, tuning in, spreading the um, the flyers, sharing them, all of that. I cannot thank you enough. You figure um, this year I went to Atlanta back in July and uh, was awarded a literary excellence, uh, excuse me, a literary excellence award for the Writer's Life Chat. So without you, there would be no me to do this and, you know, for everyone to enjoy. And I, I enjoy the show so much and I enjoy talking to the guests. And it's even better because, like, I know Marcia. So that means ladies and gents. I can get all in the business. No, I'm kidding. No, but it just makes it for, it makes it even better interview because it's not, you know, you're not, you're not nervous. You know what I mean? You're more so like, oh, wow, you know, you can let your guard down a little bit. So that always makes for a great show when you know who's interviewing you prior to. So definitely, um, again, for those just tuning in, tonight's guest is author Marcia Boynton. She'll be on talking about her debut novel. So you definitely want to tune in for that. The number to call in is 718-508-9827. Again, the number is 718-508-9827. Also want to let you know if you would like to post a question in the chat room, you can do so, but you do have to 
um, excuse me, create a profile on Blog Talk Radio. And as always, if you're just listening, when I take your call, just say that you're just listening so that I can move on to the next caller. And we're not just like sitting there like, hello, hello, hello. Like we go through this every week, but I know it's like you know, some people like, you might hit the wrong button, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, wow, I'm, I'm live, but I don't want to say anything. I understand it totally, but just say I'm just listening so I can, you know, keep the show moving and going on, you know, going to the next guest. So, yeah. Um, what else is going on? Um, there's a lot of – there's some good books that have been released. I see Charlemagne the God is um, releasing a book. Um, it's always interesting when um, celebrities – um, you know, release books because we authors who, you know, have been doing it for a while, you know, we always wonder, did he really write the book? Was it a ghostwriter? This, that, and the third. And if you guys tuned in when I was, um, when I interviewed Rolanda Watt, that was one of the questions um, that we, you know, one of the things that we talked about. So, yeah, so that's just a question, you know, so whose idea was it to write a book? Because, you know, when you talk to writers, well, I'll say when I talk to my fellow colleagues who are self-publishing, you know, they'll say, oh, my goodness, I've always wanted to write a book since I was 11 years old. And da 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 it's not something that they just woke up one day and said, oh, I'm going to write a book. And, again, no disrespect to anyone. I'm just saying, you know, was the passion? Did it just come to you, the idea one night? I always want to hear about it, hence the name of the show, Writer's Life Chats. I want to know about your writer's life. So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, you know, they already have – celebrities already have that built-in platform, so they can they can really utilize – their, you know, popularity and, you know, and publicity. So that's a good thing as opposed to us, us struggling self-published on the, on the grind on, on social media, you know, doing it, doing what we do. But, you know, but I wouldn't change any of it. I enjoy it. Um, I've met so many wonderful people in the industry in the past 10 years of being, you know, being a self-published author. And I'm self-published and proud until like that million dollar book deal comes around. I will I'll still be proud on the low, but I'll be real happy with this million this million dollar book deal. I mean who wouldn't? But yeah, wishful thinking thinking, right? <laughs> it is what it is. But yeah, so again I wanna let you guys know that tonight's show is being sponsored by Amani Wisdom's latest release, The Journey of Ruthie Bell, and you can um get that on Amazon on ebook, on um, Nook, as well as iBooks and Kobo, or you can read up about it on the website. The paperback is coming next month on www.amaniwisdom.com. So yeah, I am. Um, there's so many. There's so many books. Oh, before I even um, forget, I want to say thank you so much to the authors, um, publishers who have donated books to my Diva Books annual 12 Days of Christmas book giveaway. Thank you so much. Thank you, readers, for, you know, coming on. I mean, they're faithfully coming on, commenting, leaving, you know, leaving their names for them to be randomly selected. So thank you for participating. Thank you to the authors that donated the books. I, I couldn't do it without you guys. And this is my fourth year doing it. So I'm super um, every year to be able to do this and be able to give some, you know, do this for the readers because sometimes readers want to support, but they may not be able to afford to. So I figure at Christmas time, everybody should be able to get a book. So this works out. So I'm, you know, I'm happy about that. So it's, it's good. But um, other than that, that's it. Um, 
I posted, I post, I just want to let you guys know, I do post it on Instagram and it does go to Twitter. So if you do see the post and you would like to be considered for a book, just comment on the thread and so forth. And um, that's basically it. Um, I announced the winners in the morning. Um, so I wait, you know, I give people a chance. It doesn't even seem like it's after, you know, they have until 1159, like it might be, 1230, but I give everyone a chance to, you know, comment because everybody works different hours. So you can't assume that, okay, someone who gets off at 11 o'clock, the first thing that they're going to do is go on Facebook and see if Keisha's giving away a free book. You know what I mean? So that part of it is, um, is, um, it's funny, (laughs) but, um, I try like I said, I just try to be fair. So anyway, I'm just waiting for our guests to call in and get um, on with the show. But other than that, please tweet me and tell me what you're reading because I want to know. I would like to know. Call in right now and let me um, let me know, 718-508-9827. And um, that's it. So I want to say happy holidays. So, yeah, I get all caught up in the book stuff. Also, oh, oh, my goodness, I totally forgot. Literary Jewels is looking for two avid readers slash reviewers. If you are an avid reader and can commit to at least reading one book a week and writing a thorough review, not a spoiler, please, Literary Jewels would definitely like to hear from you. Send a sample of the last book, a writing sample of the last book you read to Keisha Green online at yahoo.com. So, yes, serious inquiries only, please. So, yes, if you can commit to reading one book a week and write up a review, I want to talk to you. So please send over your writing samples ASAP. I want to start off into the new year um, and go, you know, get on with that. I believe we're having some technical difficulties because this – I'm trying to – my guest is trying to call in, Marcia, and she's saying it's ringing, but there's nothing going on over here on the switchboard that's really weird so i hope that if somebody whoever's listening maybe you can call in or if you're listening inbox me or tell me can you hear me because this is weird you know sometimes blog talk does um you know they act funny damn nothing is perfect so we gotta um we gotta do that but yes the number is 718-508 9827. Let me go on behind the scenes and see what I can do. <laughs> so I'm going to place you guys, I'm going to place you guys on hold and let y'all listen to the theme music while we get squared away. Okie dokie. Thank you. Welcome to Blog Talk Radio, Keisha Green, that's my lady, yo. Eight to ten, tune in, it's the way to go. Educated author with major goals. I've been coming right here, you have the place to be. It's a poor get mentioned and it's all for free. Ooh, we, and you know where it's at. With Miss Green on the right side of the chat. I write with a purpose, so everything is worth it. An educated platform, something you can work with. Read it, yeah, come over here. Come and get the info from some of your peers. Pull over line, yeah, we got open air. Talk what you love and express what you fear. Afraid to lose. Who's what born to win? Hey, Miss Keisha, yeah, what time to go win? Come on.
Okay, all right. See, now I, you know, work some magic and voila. And now I'm back. And let me see. I believe that my guest is here and so we can start the show. But I just wanted to make sure there were any technical glitches or anything going on. So, yeah. Um, we can, yep. Right on time. So we can get this show started. Hello. Welcome to the Writer's Life Chat. Hi, Keisha. How are you? It's Marcia. Hi, Marcia. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm just excited and happy to be here. Thank you so much for having me. Yes, yes. This is so awesome. I was just telling the listeners, I said, it's so much, it's like it's a lot more fun when you know the person as opposed to (laughs) when you don't know because you're kind of like, oh, my goodness, what are they going to say? What's going to happen? Am I going to be all right? right? And then it's like, Oh, so this is so Marcia. This is nothing. This is like two girlfriends on the phone. That's all. We exactly. just want to talk about your book and you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Great. So, so first off, I want to say a big, 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 big congratulations on the debut release of your book. I know that you've been working feverishly behind the scenes for a while to make this yes. happen. So, congratulations. Yes. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Um, You know, Keisha, I'm I'm just glad and and grateful and happy to be able to finish. Um, And it it just feels amazing. It feels almost surreal. Um, When I had ordered a proof copy of the book and I got it in the mail for the first time, I couldn't believe it, you know, to have it in my hands and to see the cover and the photo. And I was like, oh, my God, it's a real book. This is really happening. (laughs) Um, so it is just amazing. I just give glory to God. Um, just it's been a process and a journey. But I'm grateful to you. I don't know if though your listeners know you. You really were a big help to me. You're such a blessing, and I just want to say thank you. Oh, thank you for for your help and encouragement. Oh, no. um, I just appreciate I it so much. But it's real right now. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so go back because when you're talking about to the point when you got the proof copy because I've been there. When you get that proof in the mail, you're looking at it and it's like you're flipping through the pages, like, oh my god, this is me. So did you have that moment? I did. When actually I was walking outside the house, Keisha, and um, the UPS driver was walking up to the door, and I was expecting it. So I ran up to him. I said, "You have some summer Boy? So he's looking at me like, you know, with this girl. So I do, I do have a package here. So he gave it to me, and I opened it up, and I had two proof copies in it. So I was like, look, and I'm showing it to him, and he's looking at me, and and, uh, a girlfriend was with me, and I'm showing it to her. And I just wanted to take it and just, you know, just show it off to everybody. I was just so proud at that moment and just so happy. Um, I'm saying it's still surreal. I still get goosebumps, you know, when I pick it up. (laughs) I do. This is my my first book. Um, I've always wanted to publish a book. I have so many ideas um, for different novels and stories, but the first one, when you get it, I mean, it's like giving birth for the first time. <laughs> you know, it, it, it really was it's an experience. Oh my goodness! Okay, so now, so now, take us. Um, we're gonna go back. You got the proof. You're happy. Everything is good. So yes. now it's like, all right, now it's now it's real. Now it's real. So now the hard work, getting that exactly. book out there, telling people about it, getting them interested. Yes. So talk, tell me your first review, or have you gotten any reviews back yet? I did. I got review. Um, well, before I published it, I had you know some close friends and family members read it, 
And I don't know if it was okay. because, you know, their family and their friends that they said, oh, it's great, it's wonderful, and they don't want to, you know, hurt my feelings. But my, my daughter mm-hmm. who read, like, the copy before it was edited, she said, Mom, you know, there's a couple things you need to take care of. So she's kind of, um, she's very upfront, and she will just tell you, you know, like it is. So I took her advice, mm-hmm. and I made the changes that were necessary. Um, but you're right, you know, you get it in the mail, and it's not like you get this book in the mail, and it's just going to just start selling, and you're going to retire, you know, and you're going to have a bestseller. It's work, it's, and it is a business, and you have to push and to promote it and be confident in the work that you have and not be shy about, you know, approaching someone with it. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I've learned a lot. I've watched you a lot and other new authors who self-publish, and I pray a lot, and uh, it, it, it's work. But, I, you know, I love what I do. It's a passion of mine. I'm grateful to do it. And when you love what you do, it, it's really not yes. work. It's something that you love it's to do. It's not work. So I, mm-hmm. I love what I'm doing mm-hmm. now. I, I love it. I'm that truly enjoying it. This is so cool. So now I remember um, when you sent me over uh, one of your, like, your promo videos, and I'm listening to it. I'm like, oh, my goodness, it's Marcia. She's singing. So what makes Uh you want to tie in the singing along with the book? Because I already know that you have a beautiful voice, so it's like this is great for everyone else to know, but what made you want to do that? Oh, that's a good question. I'm glad you you asked that because – just glory to God, what had happened with that was when I first wrote the book, and I, I had so many copies of it before it was really, as you know, really finished. Mm-hmm. I think I finished it like 10 or 15 times and then sat down and read it and rewrote it and revisited some things. And as you probably know yourself being a writer, um, mm-hmm. but when I had originally wrote the first copy, I wanted to have different songs in some of the scenes. I knew I wanted to write it like a musical, a, a novel but with songs in it. So for different scenes in the Mm. book, I wanted an Aretha Franklin song. I wanted the song, she sings a song, the gospel song, How I Got Over. I wanted to use that song Mm. in a scene in the book. And then I wanted a Kim Burrell song in the scene in the book and other songs. And then I was doing research about it. And one uh, case that I read when I was doing the research said that if you do that, it, you know, it can be some copyright issues and then it can date your book. If you're, um, if you're using something that from a modern time frame, if I use a popular song today, it can cause a book to be mm-hmm. dated like 50 years from now. Um, you know, 50 years from now, somebody may not know, um, you know, how I got over with the Franklin. They might not know. I had one, one scene in the book where I wanted to use a popular um, house music song. Um, you know the song, Oh God, what is it? Oh, I forget. I don't know. This my popular house music song. It's real. Oh my God, I'm, I'm, I'm so nervous. <laughs> Um, anyway, it was a popular house music. I'll think of it. I'm sure it'll come to me. So I had to change it. So when I was writing the book, I was like, okay, well, if this is going to present an issue to me, um, then let me just write my own material so that there's no copyright issues and it isn't dated. So that's how that came about. So I sat down and I pulled it again, and um, I just started writing the songs in the book um, fit nicely. So I'm I'm grateful. I just thank God for it um, because it forced me to just be more creative, um, and I'm grateful for that. So that, that's how that came about. And the video that you saw, the promotional video, um, yeah, that's the title song for the book um, that I first not. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's an important scene in the book because the book is about uh, John's Gospel, Chapter 4, The Samaritan Woman at the Well. This is the, the um, sermon that Maria Henderson, the main character, will be preaching on in her first sermon. 
Um, so it's important mm-hmm. to the story. When you read through the whole book, it'll all make sense. And, and I had to do that because that's the main song of the whole novel. So it's mm-hmm. like a musical for, for me, which was a dream of mine, too. So I get the best of both worlds, get to write the novel and then to write the music for it. Nice, nice. Now, let me ask you another question. Okay, oh, I'm so... sorry, follow me. That was a song. That was that was. Oh, oh, oh the song yes. follow me. Yes. Yes. I, I had a scene where I was I, I wrote that song into it, and I said, well, okay, if this gonna be a problem, I'll just you know change it. So that's how that came about. Okay. <laughs> so now, a question I would ask you is coming out being uh, this is your first novel, and of course you want to put your best foot forward and so forth. Did you feel any pressure that, okay, this type of book would be put in a category with a Christian faith versus just regular urban fiction or just women's fiction? Did you have any reservations at all? Um, I, I did somewhat because I didn't want to, you know, I didn't want it to be pigeonholed. I didn't want to just be stuck in one particular category and appeal to a woman who is a Christian and who likes to read books about Jesus and then not have that same reach for a woman who may not be a Christian but might appreciate a good novel. Um, so for right. me, the book is, is geared for all women, for all faiths. It is to Jesus okay. Christ, to living water. But the story that it tells is the victory of God in a family following divorce. And it's something that every woman can relate to, whether or not she's ever been divorced or if you've ever been in a relationship where there has been a separation over faith um, and how that affects the family. So it's something, and it's real, Keisha. I didn't want to be, you know, too preachy and too, you know, too too deep and too Bible that people might not Mm -hmm. want to to read it, you know, because it's not a Bible, it's a right. novel, it's a story, and it's real. There's a scene in the book where the lead character, Maria, she falls into a depression after her divorce, and her friend, her best friend, who's in the church, is like, look, come on, you know, you need to get out of the house, and after some time, Maria's just so stuck in her own world, and they say, look, you have to get out, and they take her to see some dancers. So, you know, and I'm saying mm-hmm. that in, in a nice way. They take her to a professional male dancer's review, and she kind of loosens up and gets back into her groove somewhat. Um, but it, it's mm-hmm. a beautiful story just of the love and of the forgiveness of God. If a woman has ever faced a separation, any heartbreak in her life, it's not depressing. Mm-hmm. It's about the victory of God in a woman's life, how to bounce back, how to learn how to forgive those who have hurt you. And and, and we all have been hurt by somebody in our lifetime. But not being so hurt that we don't know how to forgive and how to let go and how to love and how to live again. And that's exactly what Jesus does for us. He forgives us. He just blesses us so that no matter what we've done, we can come to Christ and be forgiven. And in the same way, she has to learn how to forgive. That man, her husband, who has divorced her, left her for another woman, and who has broken her heart, and she finds healing and deliverance, wholeness and forgiveness. She is called into ministry, and she's a blessed woman, but she has a journey, and you can walk that journey with her when you read this book, and it's real. It's just from the heart. It's not too preachy. It's for everybody. It's for the daughter who has had a father who's divorced um, her mom, and she's angry at her father because he's not there anymore. Um, so it, it, oh. there's something in there. It's for the man, for the man who uh, has, maybe is in a relationship or a marriage where he has left 
or separated from a wife or a girlfriend, and he's trying to find himself. So it, there's something in there for everybody. Everybody will enjoy this book. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. So it doesn't even seem like it's just like, you know, listening to you, everyone that has basically who has lived before, who's dated, whatever, you there's something that somebody can take away from this because you we've been hurt, like you said. We've all been hurt before. And let me ask this question. Being able yes. to talk about these things, these topics, these feelings, and these emotions, did you feel a little nervous, like, oh, my goodness, um, I don't want to say that I'm telling too much, but I don't know if I want to want people to know this about me or thinking it's about me or whatever that may be. Like, were you, did you have any of those reservations? Um, no, I, I can't say that I did. I wanted to be open and honest and transparent and draw from my own experiences. And, yes, I do draw from my own experiences. Um, in order, but I'm grateful. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Everything that, I, that I've ever been through in my own life, I, you know, I'm, um, I'm just at a point now where I'm grateful and thankful that God, is, he still has me here, that he's using me, that anything in my life that has happened before, you know, I've learned from it. I'm wiser because of it. And it, I'm no longer hurt. I'm no longer that place that I was in 10 years ago when I was Maria Henderson. I was angry. I was mm-hmm. unforgiving. I was mad. I was resentful. I was holding on to a lot mm-hmm. of hurt and a lot of anger. But I got to a place in my own walk with Jesus Christ, and he taught me, look, you have to forgive. You have to let go. Um, so I, I, I'm not ashamed or nervous. No, I can't say that I was. I'm actually very grateful. And um, I hope that I can help another woman or another man or another daughter um, just to learn how okay. to trust God, that he will work it out, that everything that happens in our lives is for good. And it is. Everything that happens is meant for our good. And we learn from those experiences. And you can use them to teach others and to help others, to witness to others, to evangelize to others, to bless others. Your test in your life is your testimony. And you don't have to be ashamed of that or embarrassed about it because you go through that and we go through these things in order that we might bless other people and tell them, look, God delivered me, he helped me, I made it, and you can make it too. Mm, wow. Oh, my goodness. That is just that's wonderful, just listening to all of that because oftentimes when you're going through something, we we tend to – how can I describe it? I don't want to say that we close down and shut people out, but we kind of pull back a little bit because we're trying to regroup. And during right. that time where we're hurting, um, you know, I've always, you know, I hear people always say like, okay, God is testing you. It's not going to yes. last for long. And, and I'm just right. like, and for me, and I'm, you know, for my listeners, um, please bear with me. I'm not trying to go That's take okay. it, you know, down another road. But I, I want to say this in my own belief that because the God that I serve and I love, admire, all of those things, I don't believe that he does bad things to me to test me. So, okay. you know, when I hear that people are saying that they're being tested, it to me, I'm just like, mm, I don't, that doesn't, you know, that doesn't make sense to me because, you know, they say oftentimes, you, they, you know, people will say, God is, you know, he's not an author of confusion. He's, you know, love is kind. Love is all of these wonderful things. God is love, this, that, and the third. So if you're having a bad situation, 
I believe that, you know, that's when your faith, you know, for people, you know, that's when it does turn on more and you do start praying. But I don't, you know, I don't say, why, God, did you do this to me? I've never did that. That's, you know, so I want to say that part of it. I don't want anyone to think that, oh, Keisha is saying that we all believe this. No, I'm saying that I did not say that. So when you're right. talking about this, you know, in your own testimony, putting, you know, making the book what makes a good book because you took some things that happened in your life. Um, you mentioned the forgiveness part. At mm-hmm. what part do you think that you would have, Marcia, would have been able to write this book 10 years ago when you were hurting? If I had wrote it, Keisha, I probably would have done at that time a disservice to uh, okay. what I was going through in my own life because it would have been angry and bitter and mad and maybe I would have blamed other people and not been able to see the beauty of God's grace and love and mercy and forgiveness, even in my own life. You know, I'm not perfect. He, he's mm-hmm. been very gracious to me and merciful. And, you know, thank God that I'm still here today. But I can appreciate what you're saying. I'm um, absolutely 100%. In, in, the, in the novel, Marie Henderson is a woman who hasn't been to church in a while. She, she's backed away from her faith because of her divorce. She's angry. She's bitter. She's upset. And that mm-hmm. in and of itself mm-hmm. is where I was 10 years ago. But she has a friend, a couple of friends who come to her and who talk to her about faith and who talk to her about Jesus Christ. And she asks those questions. Um, you can go to the book. Mm-hmm. She, she asks those questions. She says, look, you know, I'm going through this. I, I You know, I just don't see God in this, and um, and she has a, a bit of a moment where she is shying away from God, but through just the power of God's love, his grace and forgiveness, she is able to come back not only into the church and into relationship with Jesus Christ, but to go on and to begin to minister and to witness and to preach and to teach to others. So 10 years ago, if I mm. would have this book, I would have done it a disservice, but today, glory to God, um, I can see the beauty and everything that has happened in my own life. And we hurt. I lost my mother. Um, I, I ministered mm-hmm. at her funeral service, and that was hurtful. Oh. But for me, it wasn't, oh, my mm-hmm. God, my mother's dead. Why has the Lord taken her? It was, well, thank you, you know, thank you, God, that you cared enough about her, that you prepared a place for her. Thank you, God, that she confessed your name, that she saved, that it is well with her soul. Mm-hmm. So if, if I would wrote it 10 years ago, yes, I, I would have done it as a service, but I'm grateful for the walk that I have. And I think that it will, um, it's not, I'm not trying to convert the world, you know, to, to faith in Jesus right. Christ. It just, it speaks for itself. It's the beauty and of right. the love, of the grace, of the forgiveness of Jesus Christ, of his mercy. He's rich and abundant in mercy. And it's real. It's a woman who, who she right. goes to a strip club with her friends and they say, you need to get out of this funk that you're in, this depression, and stop because mm-hmm. she was married once to one man her entire life, and that was the only man she ever knew. So she never really had an opportunity to have a relationship with Christ as her Lord and Savior because her husband to her was her God. He was the man who saved her, who took care of her. So when that divorce happens, it's actually a blessing in disguise because through that she comes to know Jesus Christ as her Lord and as her Savior. It's it's just a beautiful story. I just thank God for it. There's something, yes, in it for you, for, for the person who is an atheist and he might read it or she might read it and walk away from it and say, well, I still don't believe God, and that's okay. Um, but there's something mm-hmm. in it for everybody. There is a to what we go through. His- wow. Oh, my goodness. Like, yeah. just, it uh, sounds like a powerful read. Yeah. I mean, like, that's why, like, um, I have all these questions are just coming to me as I'm listening to you talk. 
So, Marcia, you're saying now, like, if you would have did this 10 years ago, it wouldn't have been what you, could, um, you, what you produced right now. So now you're talking about mentoring and worshiping and fellowship with others. Now, what, what made you go in that direction, and do you feel that that helped you write this book to finally get it to where it needed to be? Because your faith had been, I don't want to say restored, but let's say um, more abundance of. You were just, you know, it was more. Yes, that, that's that's accurate. That's completely true. Um, I did grow in faith throughout um, everything. And I, I can't say that I ever lost that faith because we all go through, you know, mountaintops and valley lows in our walk. King David went through mountaintops and valley. He went through seasons, dry seasons where there was nothing, and then he went through seasons um, where there was rain in abundance and he lacked nothing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I can just say for, for myself in doing this that it, it, Keisha, I, I'm just so grateful just to be able to finish this work. I, I, I tell you, I, like I said, when I got that book in the mail, I could not believe it. I was in tears. There were tears of joy. I was like, oh, my mm-hmm. God, this is a real book. Yep. It's really here. Yes. I can't believe it. I'm turning <laughs> the pages and trying to make sure every I is dotted and every T is crossed. And, you know, you look at it and you please don't let there be any mistakes. And I just wanted it, you know, just to bless somebody. just wanted somebody to just get it in their hands and say, wow, that was a good story. So I, I'm just grateful for the opportunity to have written it. And to be here with you tonight and, and just to share it with others. And I, I pray that if you read it, if your listeners who are listening, they pick it up and they purchase it, that, that you're blessed by it and that it just um, touches you in some way. Wow. I mean, well, it sounds like it's, you know, it's a wholesome, it's a good read. So, yeah, now I'm definitely um, has piqued my interest of, you know, just sometimes you need, you need a book like that, something that it was a book that comes across, comes along that you weren't expecting to read, you weren't looking for it, but you read it, and it's like, wow, that was a really good book, you know, right, and, right. or, you know, I really was able to, um, you know, understand what this author was trying to convey within these pages. The feedback has been good from, you know, your friends and family that have read the book. So now being an author now, you put on this hat of author, what was the biggest lesson that you learned in the process um, of coming becoming a self-published author? Wow, that's such a good question. Um, <laughs> the biggest lesson that I would say that I have learned is that you to be true to yourself, not to be – afraid to write what that story that's in you. If you have a a vision, a dream, and that dream for you is to, okay, I want to write a cookbook. And if somebody comes, oh, you don't do that, don't write a cookbook, there's too many cookbooks on the market. You have to be true to yourself. You have to pursue, you just have to have that confidence and that passion about it and not let anything deter you because you can do anything that you put your mind to it. I think the biggest obstacle for me um, that said, was probably, I think I was a little nervous, thinking just a little bit in the beginning when I got, I was like, oh, my God, I hope somebody, I hope people like it. But then you just have to have the confidence about your work to trust that, okay, mm-hmm. you know, this is something that I believe, I believe in it. I like it. I'm happy with it. I'm pleased with it. And you just have to have that confidence about your work and not letting anybody 
um, deter you or distract you or tell you that you can't do it or that there's no market for it. Um, And it may take time for your work to get to the point where you want it to and not to be discouraged, I would say, is also an obstacle. When when the book first went out, it did very well in the first well, It's only been out since October 23rd, and it's kind of quiet now, yeah. but I do have some things for 2017 that I'm looking to push and promote the book in and praying about it um, daily. So I would say for me the biggest obstacle has just been to, to just be confident about what you're doing and not let anybody distract you, not let anybody tell you that you can't do it. Definitely, I agree. I agree. It's um, it's so you like because if you let those naysayers talk you out of it, then you'll just be sitting there wondering like, could you have done it when you were going to do it? This, that, and the third. So yeah, definitely got to stay focused and just turn turn off the outside noise and just do what you need to do to get whatever project it is that you're you know you're trying to accomplish. Right. So, wow. Exactly. Oh my goodness. So. Oh my goodness, Marcia is an author. This is so freaking <laughs> cool. <laughs> yeah, it is, Keisha. I, I, I have to say it again. I just thank you so much because um, I've, I've read the first book that you ever wrote. I remember when that first came out, I, I got that from you. And I had just admired um, you as an author because I, I told myself, like, you know, Keisha wrote a book. And she's like, she did. I was like, yeah, she really did it. So it's just admiring <laughs> and seeing uh, that you did it, you know, your confidence and your determination. And, and just being uh, confident in yourself and in what you're putting out. I think that is the can be the biggest deception for any new author, especially someone who's self-publishing. Yes. And then when you self-publish, thinking that, okay, people are going to, you know, support you. Um, you know, how am I going to mm-hmm. get it out to people to see it? Mm-hmm. How, who is going to, you know, be interested in it? Are people going to buy it? Is it priced too much? But you just have to have that confidence about what you're doing and say, look, I'm worth this. You know, you're worth the price yeah. that you ask. Your book is worth that. If you if you say mm-hmm. it's $20, it's worth $20. If it's $10, it's worth $10 to you, whatever that cost is. And you just have to have the confidence and know that you know that you know and just pray and trust God. But I'm, I'm very happy with it, and I I'm, I think it's a solid work. I'm just so pleased. And I, I, I don't know what to say. <laughs> so I have to No, this is awesome. This, Marcia, you are, you're doing great because – I've been doing I've been doing this show like close to ten years. I've talked to so many different authors who just like you when they put the book out and I've spoken to them, but there's something that I'm hearing in your voice, like that confidence that you just spoke about, I hear it with you. Um, you complimented me, but I wanna compliment you back because it's like when you decide to write a book, I remember 10 years ago I wanted to write a book. I was married, and I told my well, he's now ex-husband that I wanted to write a book, and he looked at me like I had five heads. Like, what do you want to write wow. a book for? Like, who, who wow. does that? And I'm just like, well, Keisha, Keisha Green won't write it. What do you mean? That's what we're going to do. We, Keisha going to write right. this book. And it <laughs> was so right. I, I didn't know I didn't know nothing about publishing, not a thing. I just knew that I had this story in my head. I had a laptop, and I was going to use my income tax money to put this book out. This was, that was my plan. That's all I yes. knew. So yes. now, 10 years later, 10 years later, I know what it feels like. I know what it's like to rob Peter to pay Paul to get that book out because yes, you gotta, yes, you yes. have to save up to do it. All of it, yes. I, you know. One of the reasons when I, when I even got into like the promo side of this, when 
losing my job. I was like, I love literary, but I need to make money. How do I do it? I know right. there are people just like me. So I was like, you know, I was looking at my pricing. I wanted to be affordable but effective. And yes. so I had yes. to learn the business. I took these classes. I read all of these books. I sat on social media and, like, literally, like, study it like like it was like I was in high school again and now it's like oh my goodness like I know it like the back of my hand but it's a process and so to listen to you again the compliment mm. like oh my goodness Marcia you got it you got <laughs> it because like how <laughs> you're talking right now oh my goodness like mm, <laughs> I've talked to so many people before even myself I know my I wrote this book, and it was like, so <laughs> like, like, what do you mean? Like, I was just like, well, you'll like it if you have girlfriends and your friends, they backstab you. Like, it was horrible. Like, I, and so, like, I'm listening to him like, dang, Marcia got that. Like, where was you at 10 years ago? So, like, you can say don't talk to me. because I, I, I talk, I have consults with people about publishing, and when you, um, you know, your opinion or advice or whatever the case may be, and then they're actually listening because you can see the progress, I'm mm-hmm. saying high five, Marcia. High five. You uh, got it. You <laughs> oh, well, I, better I, I, I run. You keep keep going. Yes, 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 and thank you. Thank you for, you know, you've been a, a mentor and you've been very supportive and um, you know, you're the kind of person that, and I have to say this, um, sometimes, you know, as women, we cannot want to share valuable information and sometimes not want to see somebody else do well or make it, especially right. if we're in that same field. But with, with you, it has always been, Marcia, how can I help you? You know, what can I do? Well, I can show you how to do that. You've always just had this open door, as very helpful, supportive, and encouraging. And I just want to say thank you because I learned so much just from watching you. And t- 10 years ago, when you put your first book out, I, I wanted to do a book then, but I was nervous. I was, I, and I, I talked like how you just said you did in your interview. I was like, I don't know. I, mean, I don't know if it's the right time. And I don't know if anybody's going to buy it or they're going to like it. You know, yes. what if I fail and then I'm going to look back and like, oh, look, the, the book is out. It's 19 It's worth every dime. I think it's a great story. <laughs> Buy it. That's right. That is the right thing. You know, and I don't oh apologize for yes. that. Not at all. Not at all. That so is I've wonderful. You have Thank to you. believe in yourself. You have to believe in yourself. And going back to the pricing, um, even with with pricing, it's like you know you're saying if it's twenty dollars, fifteen dollars, five, whatever, whatever it is. Here's the thing, and this is a literary jewel for the for the average reader. Now, the readers that come to you who purchase your book, the ones that know you, they're just doing it on the strength because they like you. So they're going to buy right. it no matter how much it is. They just want to support you. Now, for the person right. who does not know you. Who yes. might say, yes. you know what, I got $20, and I don't know if I want to spend it with you right. when I can go spend right. it with three other authors. So now sure. they want you. Your job is to make me like you. Why should I like you? Why should I like this book? What are you writing about that I haven't read before? That's the job. 
And that's and the thing about it is it's like, wow, how do you how do I do that? Because there's only twenty four hours in a day. I don't have enough time to sit here and talk to all of y'all every day and tell y'all why you should get my book. But what I will tell you is that Mm -hmm. what makes my book different is because it's coming from within. It's being, I didn't sit there and watch an episode of Empire. I don't watch right, Power. Yes. I didn't know. Yes. I'm, I'm taking this from my own personal experience. And though it may be familiar because you said you touched on hurt, divorce. Yes, we've been there, done it, got the T-shirt, the coffee mug, all mm. of that. But how mm. you handled it. So that's what makes mm. it unique. So that's the jewel right there. The reader, the new reader, just simply saying, well, it's me. You're getting me. You're not getting mm-hmm, anything mm-hmm. else. And so now mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. build relationships. You build relationships on that, and that's where the readership comes in because all it takes is one person who loves the book because guess what exactly. she's going to do or he going to do. Exactly. He's going to tell somebody. Exactly. Tell it. And it's like, oh, my goodness. Exactly. Because I – how I hear, I'm in different reader groups, and I hear people say, have you read this book? No, what's it about? They tell me, I'm like, oh, that does sound good. And then it's like, oh, and that's saying I'm the same way. If I read a book, I'm going to tell someone. And it's like, you can, wow. pay, you can pay the, the, the best promoter in the world. It doesn't mean nothing if, like, the story itself right. is not good. Because that person can get up there and say, buy this book, buy this book, buy this book. Yes. But when somebody yes. gets a hold of that book and the book ain't right, it don't matter. Right. So, right. You know, right. but so it's about building relationships. So, but you, you're, you're, you're. Look, I don't gotta say anything. You know, you, you're on track. You're on track. So I'm proud. <laughs> I'm very, very proud. Oh, very proud. Thank, so thank now, you. Let me, let thank me, you. You're welcome. So now let me shift the um, shift gears a little bit. I want to talk about your writing life. Describe your writing life to the listeners. Oh, okay. Um. Well, I wrote songs. I was a songwriter um, for many years. In fact, we we did well with a song that I had um, written several years ago. It actually did well on Tony Humphrey's um, International Dance Charts. It was a number one um, song on his dance chart. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He was a New York uh, disc jockey. He's internationally acclaimed today. Um, so I've been writing. Mm-hmm. I've written songs for myself and for other artists for years. Though this is my first novel, I've written other short stories. Um, and and all even with the songs when I was writing songs they were always you know from the heart um, from my soul from and something that I had went through and I, you know I'm, I've been blessed in that um, in that life because women would come up to me about the songs and and would talk to me about them and say wow that you know that really touched me I I appreciate that I'm so glad you know and like you said you know you get it and they would just come up and just say thank you for for saying it. And when you write, you can't be afraid to say something, you know, that might not be okay. popular or might, uh, you know, challenge the status quo a little bit. But you, you just have to believe in what you're doing as a writer. And when you come from the heart, like you said, you know, it's real. It's authentic. And people know that. You know, I, we can't fool mm-hmm. anybody. I could never fool anybody as a songwriter, as a singer. If I'm up there singing a song and I don't feel it, you know, we know that. It's whoever your favorite artist is when you see him singing or you see her singing, you know whether or not, you know, that person is delivering something that's authentic, that's genuine. And I like yourself, I think the best thing about the writing is that it comes from my heart. Um, I have been homeless. I have been, uh, you know, I, I was driving on, I have three daughters in my car. I didn't know where we were going to live. 
Um, it hasn't been easy mm-hmm. through this entire journey. But I, I thank God that everything that has happened has happened. And now I have, Keisha, so much to draw from. I think everything has just anointed mm-hmm. my pen because you can look back over your life and with with that ex-husband who didn't want you to write, you know, you, you have that to draw from. There's some, I, can, I related to you when you said that. You know, I, I felt you. I believe what you're saying, and I believe that. So you have to just draw from, from your experience and just speak from your heart and be honest, be transparent, be real as a writer. Um, and that's the place where I'm coming from, to encourage women, mm-hmm. to empower women, to inspire another woman, to be a voice for the voiceless and to be authentic and transparent and, and just real and open and honest and candid. So that's that's the place that I come I from with it. the writing. Oh, my goodness, that is wonderful, and it will, like, just on that alone, it will encourage people because, you know, oftentimes when you're going through some type of turmoil in your life, you feel like you're all alone. So when right. you hear, like, oh, wow, somebody else, they they survive, it's like, yes. oh, my goodness, like, okay, it's, it, like, gives you a little bit of hope. Because at that point, when you are when you hit that rock bottom and you're hosting that pity party, you don't yes. want no hope. You don't want nothing. You yes. just want to sit there yes. and cry and boo-hoo until you can't right. go more until you go to sleep. <laughs> and so when, exactly. you, when, you, when, you come, so when you come across somebody else, when they're hosting that same pity party, it's like, but then you see how they stop crying. They don't wipe their yes. tears. They done got, yes. you know, they done put some makeup on and got their hair did. No. It's like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be all right. <laughs> exactly. So that puts a battery in your back. Like, hold sitting here because I'm listening to you. I'm like, I've been there. Everything that you're talking about. And, you know, it's like you hit that bottom and you get up. And, like, now it's like I look around 2016 and I'm like, Oh, you can't tell me nothing. I'm not even being arrogant or cocky. I'm just saying you can't mm-hmm. tell me nothing because I've been so far down that they, I can't go anywhere but up. Mm. So I'm yes, just yes. going to keep going, keep going. Right. And if that bothers you, then you in the way. I'm over here. That's right, I'm Keisha. Over here That's right. My own thing. <laughs> so I turned that negative into a positive. And it's my life has been a testimony. And listening to you and what you're talking about with your debut novel, it's a testimony. It's therapeutic. It's beautiful. And it shows, mm-hmm. like, number one, I was down, but I got up. I'm a mother. Yes. I'm a singer. Yes. I'm an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. I'm a businesswoman. Yes. And I never yes. gave up. That's the right. story of hope. I don't know what else yes. is. Yes. Well, you said that nicely. I thought I'd say amen. (laughs) You said that nicely. (laughs) You know what? When when you're talking about things and you're passionate about them, it just, it flows. It doesn't seem scripted. It doesn't seem like you're, you're stuttering or you're unsure. It just flows. And just as I'm saying it, that's how I feel. And, you know, mm. when you go through things and then you're growing and evolving, you know, some people you had to leave, let it go. Yes. Friendships, yes, like all of it, you had to let it go to, to get to where you needed to be. And, it's that's no it. hard feelings. I don't, you know, I wish everyone well, but where I'm going, yes. I, I can't wait and make sure that y'all getting in the car and riding with me. I got to go. 
it's, right. I, I got to yes, go. Yes, yes, <laughs> so, yes. So, yes. Yes, amen, okay. Keisha. Wow. All right, Ram. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Keisha, you preaching. All right, you are author today, but we'll see. Stop. Stop it, stop it, stop it, stop it. Mercy, cut it out. Okay, now, what's next? What's next for this diva over here? Tell me. Um, well, what's next? Okay, so for 2017, I was, I'm still, you know, actively pushing and promoting. And like I said, I do have a couple of different events planned to help. Oh, you know what? Okay. I, I would say another thing is finding different opportunities um, for, you know, exposure and marketing the book. Yes. And um, I think that that was another obstacle. But you just have to stay on it. You know, you just have to stay on your grind and not give up or be discouraged. Um, so, I do yes. have something for 2017 because yeah. um, I don't know everything. I'm still learning as a self-publisher. Um, and you have to be willing to learn and be teachable and take advice from uh-huh. others. But there's so many people in the self-publishing um, business who are so helpful, who want to help. You know, I, I think uh-huh. even though we're self-publishers, I'm a self-publisher, I just can't think, okay, I published my first book, I know everything, because I don't. You know, I still need help. Right. I still want help. Um, but right, for next year, right. yes, to yeah. push this book, and uh, I plan to release the next book um, for May of 2017. Okay. I don't want to say anything about that just yet, but that's the the goal is to have our second book okay. out for May 2017. And then oh, we'll be working on. Oh my goodness, on... that is awesome! <laughs> yeah, we'll be working that's on about good. a book, uh, at least one book per year. Okay, awesome. Let's touch back on where you said about the events and, you know, you have to, you know, get out there and do stuff. I want to just piggyback on that and say that as a self-published author, we want we want exposure. We need exposure. But don't just say, well, the only events I can do are the book events. Wherever there's vending opportunities and it yes. fits in with what you're doing, you go. Right. You if you're the right. only author there, even better because you got all the readers to yourself. So you can do it. <laughs> Definitely, you can you can make it work for you. I'm telling you. I mean, I've seen people at arts and craft fairs, at Women's Day, whatever the case may be. It doesn't have to just be okay. I was at the Harlem Book Fair, or I went down, you know, went to the Miami Book Festival. No, whatever event that you can get yourself, and it's you know reasonably priced. Get out there, meet those readers, because they'll remember. They'll remember Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Because it's like, Absolutely. oh, my goodness. And with social media, it makes it even cooler because they'll meet you. Then they'll, you know, you become connected to, through social media, whatever, you know, network it is. And it's like, oh, my goodness. And then when they tell you how, you know, they read the book and they liked it, it's like, oh, my goodness. They become your new BFF because you want to pick their brain on what they got out of the book. And then right, that's how you end up right. with a bunch of Facebook friends. <laughs> and then you end up with a bunch of Facebook friends. You're like, oh, you like that? Okay. Okay, so, oh my goodness, so now you want to put out a book a year, you're looking for possibly May of next year, but you don't want to, don't want to just say anything um, solid right now, but sometime next year, there'll be another book, you're going to do some events, and you've learned some lessons, and you're still learning, I mean, I don't know what else to say, but after that, oh my goodness. That's yeah, definitely a, I keep a book a year. Um, yep, that that's the that that is our our goal as uh, as a business is to put out one book per year. And then 
like you said earlier in, in the interview tonight, it just takes one. And I sincerely believe that, you know, when I'm posting this stuff and sharing it and talking about it, I'm like, you know, if, Lord, if I, I just need one person who reads it and who says, boy, that really was a good book. And like you said, you know, who passes it on. So it, it's important that we do put our best foot forward, you know, because I, I am my brand and you are your brand. You know, your writer's life chat, Keisha Green, and the books that you mm-hmm. write and Diva Books, you know, so it's important to at the, those events and on these radio shows and everything to put your best foot forward at all times. Definitely, definitely. I do. I have a caller. Um, let me take a caller. I'm, I've been sitting here just like, it wasn't even like an interview. I just like I was having some, like, girl talk. But it's 857. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to take your call. Hello. Welcome to the Writer's Life Chat. Who's this? 857, you there? Yes, I'm sorry. Can you hear me? 857? Yes, I can hear you. Welcome to the Writer's Life Chat. Who's this? This is Colleen. I was just listening. That's all. (laughs) I didn't want to talk. Hi, Colleen. (laughs) Well, thank you, Colleen. I will put you back in the queue. Thank you so much. You can continue to listen in, but but thank you for calling. Awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Thank you for listening, Colleen. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, right. I was looking... I have walked through. I'm like, I'm talking, I'm doing the show, and I went back to the switchboard. I'm like, oh, my goodness. I'm like, there's somebody on the thing, on the, you know, on the switchboard. I'm like, oh, Lordy. I said, I've been just yapping and yapping. I'm like, I hope they're not mad, but then she's just listening, so she's enjoying <laughs> it. So good. Thank you, Colleen. Uh, yes, <laughs> thank, you, thank, thank you, Colleen. Thank you. Oh, okay, so now before I let you go, Marcia, how can mm-hmm. um, people stay in the loop with you and keep in contact with you? What's the best way? Oh, yes, I'm so glad that you asked that question. Um, right now, the, the bulk of uh, the work is on social media. I have a website, and that website where you can um, see all of our updates and new releases, any appearances, and events, um, mm-hmm. and that website is www.marcia.com. L. Boynton Publishing. dot com. Um, again, www.marciallboyntonpublishing. dot com. Um, I am active on Instagram and um, Twitter and on Facebook. You can connect with me. Anybody can on Facebook. I, you know, usually accept all the friend requests and look at the pages. Um, and as long as there's nothing, you know, no profanity or anything, I usually do accept the friend request. But you can send me a friend request on Facebook as well, um, to Marcia Boynton, and I'm on Instagram, okay. um, and Instagram is Marcia Boynton Author, and Twitter, at Author M. Boynton, and the phone number for Marcia okay. L. Boynton Publishing is 732-284-3789. Okay, I just put those links up there in the chat room for the show so people can see it. But I do want to say thank you, thank you, thank you so much, Marcia. Tell everyone when they come on the show, you are family. You come back when the next book comes out, when there's something new you want to talk about it. Let us know over here on the Writer's Life Chat. Um, We love to know about it. Um, I'm just, wow, this is so freaking awesome. This is is so cool. This is, like, because this is the, um, I guess I should tell you, this is the last show of 2016, so this is perfect to go out in the year with this because this was fab this was like we went we talked book personal everything in between 
Yes. And house music, kind of, sort of. Oh, yeah. Oh, and if, I, if I could just mention, the book is available on Amazon.com, To Jesus Christ, To Living Water. Um, you can download a, a ebook for nine ninety nine and or a paperback copy, but it is on Amazon dot com. That's the the best way to to get it there. Awesome, awesome. Well, I'm not going to keep you, but again, Marcia, thank you so much for being on the show, and I'm wishing you thank much, you. much, much continued success. And come back and keep thank me you posted. so much. I sure will. Thank no you, Tisha. I appreciate you, and I'm grateful. Thank you. Awesome. Have a good one. Oh, my goodness. I love, 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 love when we have awesome interviews and everyone is personable and we're just laughing. Like, okay, for the people that are listening, that didn't even seem like an interview, right? That's what the Writer's Life Chat is about. That's why I won an award for this show because I have interviews like that and I have such a good time and it makes it just so, you know, that much worthwhile. And I don't want you to think, oh, well, because you know her, it was like that. Listen to the archives if you ever, or you're, you're doubting it or whatever, tune in. I, oh, my goodness, I've interviewed so many people. So you definitely want to log in to www.writerslifechats, click on the link, listen to the archives. But, yes, Marcia was the bomb.com.org.gov. It was perfect, and I'm wishing her, wishing her so well on all of her endeavors. And, oh, my goodness, I should have, like, oh, my goodness, we should have got her to sing. That's how we should have ended the show. Don't worry, I will have her back on, and she will sing when she comes back on, when she talks, when she's um released that second book. So, you know, don't worry, I got that. But, yes, thank you, everyone, for tuning in to the Writer's Life Chat. As always, thank you for joining me on the Right Spot on Radio. It's the end of the year, so I guess I say Happy New Year. See you guys next year, and let me know what you're reading. I'm always, always wanting to know so I can shout you out. But, yes, as always, just live, laugh, love, and don't forget to smile because you don't look cute when you frown, so smile. So I'll see you guys next year. Bye.